الرحيم والذين جاهدوا فينا لنهديهم سبلا سبحان ربك رب العزه عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين الحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم As human beings we tend to be very tuned in to our way of thinking so much so that even general broad concepts we look at them from a narrow scope and the example that comes to mind is addiction for instance when we think about addiction we think about it as something that occurs with only certain people and with only certain addictions we don't think it ever applies to us we think that it applies to certain people who are addicted to only certain things but we never apply this principle even to ourselves but it's very prevalent where addiction is essentially an uncontrollable dependence on something right you initially if you're addicted to alcohol right you started off with becoming dependent on alcohol you didn't you weren't just addicted to it you were dependent from a dependence you developed a strong addiction to alcohol or if you know with cigarettes as well you were dependent on them and eventually you became addicted to them so we think we tend to think about addictions in in very narrow scopes but the reality is that in some way shape or form we all have addictions and it may be outside of our own comfort zone in terms of the th- in terms of the way we think and it's very interesting because the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he mentioned in a hadith that all of creation al khalqu iyalullah that all of creation are dependence of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which means that we all in some way shape or form require dependence and for those of us that are actually striving in deen it isn't just our dependence upon allah ta'ala that we strive for but it's our addiction to allah ta'ala that we strive for and in particular the ad- addiction to the remembrance of allah ta'ala that we strive for we become dependent on it and eventually our goal is to become addicted to it now it's only possible to become dependent upon allah truly or become truly addicted to allah ta'ala when we remove all other addictions from our life it's impossible it's impractical to do so while maintaining all the other addictions that we have now look look at your own life right everyone if everyone looks at their own life you will identify something that you're addicted to or a couple of things that you're addicted to the vast majority of human beings cannot say safely that the first and foremost is their addiction to allah it's not doesn't happen we all have addictions now we tend to highlight because our mind cognitively it's very narrow in its scope of thinking we tend to think well if a person's addicted they must be addicted to a drug if a person's addicted they must be addicted to a really bad habit right if someone's addicted they must be uh, from certain zip codes certain populations not me right so we tend to think about it in a in, in a very narrow way but if you think about it i mean in some way shape or form we're all addicted to something i mean now it's so prevalent everyone has an addiction to their phones isn't it it's, it was a dependence 
right? Where we felt the need to always be connected, and now it's become an addiction where when we are removed from that, we become very uncomfortable and uneasy. So this actually applies to every uh, every human being, right? And it's funny because you know it's it's not looked down upon as our other addictions, but how is it any different? You know, if a person you know has an addiction to smoking, we say what what cra- what is this person thinking? Is this crazy? She's just nuts. You know, why would you ever smoke? Do you know that it causes lung cancer? You know, you're 13 times more likely to develop lung cancer. Do you realize that you're going to develop uh, emphysema and COPD and you won't be able to breathe by the time you're 60 and that's if you're even alive at that age? You're crazy, right? Why would you become addicted to that? You see someone who's addicted to alcohol and you say, wow, what was this person thinking? How do you get to that stage? You have three DUIs and you still you still think that you can uh, participate or, or, or consume this? Right? And you meet people like this and you wonder, well, uh, you meet people that had these addictions and in the back of our mind, we begin to think like, what is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Or we see a group of people, you know, that are addicted to heroin. You say, what are you thinking? What is wrong with you? But we all suffer from addictions ourselves. In our mind, we minimize them. We may think that, well, it's different. I mean, at least I'm not addicted to a substance or a controlled substance or something else similar. But when it comes to our the ultimate reality of the hereafter, all addictions are the same. In fact, if a person has an addiction to these sorts of substances in this world, Allah Ta'ala provides them with reminders in this world that this is not good for them, right? I mean, if a smoker develops lung cancer, it's a sign from Allah that, hey, you know what? I better quit this. And I can still repent before I leave this world. It's a sign from Allah. If, a, if, a, if an alcoholic gets a DUI and gets arrested, it's a reminder that, hey, you better cut this out. But for the rest of us to have addictions to whatever we have addictions to that society doesn't deem to be an addiction to, well, where is our reminder? We're stuck until we enter our grave. And then we find out that, oh, I shouldn't have been addicted to that. Like, we look for, for example, you know, I, uh, on the way here, I just happened to, I had to pick up something for, for a relative, and uh, I had to stop by uh, the mall. Now what? How many people are addicted to shopping? They can't get rid of that addiction. How many people are addicted to their cars, right? You can't get rid of the addiction that I have to have the best car, and it has to look a certain way, and it has to be perfect when it, you know, when it speeds, when it's going down 30 miles an hour, it has to look one way, and when it's 60 miles an hour, it has to blow the breeze in a different way. You know, how many people are addicted to their homes? It has to be perfect. You start, you know, you start off with, with a, uh, you know, with a, with a studio, and then you want to expand and make it larger, and you want a two-bedroom, and then you want a four-bedroom, and then you want to own a home, and when you own a home, it has to grow and expand, and then everything within the home has to be so perfect. Well, what is that? That's an addiction to an aspect of this world, which is, uh, which is you could say, uh, not relevant, Right? There's addictions to the internet, right? Maybe we don't, maybe society doesn't deem it to be a problem, but all the time that we spend wasting on the internet or on these devices, this is time that's spent away from Allah. So isn't that not an addiction? So all of us have addictions. Now, the people who are addicted to Allah Ta'ala, they too have an addiction. 
Not all believers, like I said, all human beings, all of creation, we're all dependents of Allah. We're all dependent upon Allah Ta'ala. The people that really care about deen, they become addicted to Allah. And all their addictions become very clear to them. That look, if I get myself into this, that's it, I'm done. If I get this car that I've been dreaming about, that's going to be, that's it. I fulfill this, this love that I have for something that's other than Allah. If I, if I find that I feel comfort and happiness in spending hours when I'm at the mall or hours when my phone is with me and I'm you know, lying down in bed, that's a problem. But the people who have true concern, their thought is that my addiction has to be for Allah Ta'ala and Allah Ta'ala alone. Or otherwise said, my love has to be for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah ta'ala alone and anything else that competes with my love for Allah or my desire to be close to Allah or to remember Allah ta'ala is a distraction, it's an addiction and I have to remove it from my life. And for every person that is different. I mean, it's the first point is that all of us have these addictions. Now, if you could say, well, I'm not sure. You know, for me, it's, maybe it's my car, maybe it's my home, or maybe it's my degree, or maybe it's my bank balance, or maybe it's stocks, or maybe it's my, uh, uh, maybe it's my clothing, right? Maybe it's my obsession and my addiction to my physical appearance and how other people think of me. Maybe it's that. Maybe it's my addiction to, to, to this constant uh, concern of how are other people thinking about me. That's an addiction as well. For every person, it's, it's slightly different, but for every person, there are addictions. So we have to identify what those are and to recognize that these things are what are taking us away from Allah. And anything that competes with Allah Ta'ala's attention is not worth it for us. Nothing, nothing is worth it beyond that. So the first is that everyone has an addiction. And it's human to become attracted and dependent and eventually addicted to something. So for the believer, the question is, well, is it that I am addicted to Allah or is it that I'm addicted to dunya? Now, if you look at every addiction of this world, right, be it the phone or be it, you know, your clothes or your cars, or your children or whatever, your friends, your, your image, your reputation, it's all under the umbrella of dunya. So, the one option is to look into my life and say, well, what are all the individual addictions that I have? Am I addicted to this? Am I dependent upon this? How much is my love for this and this and this? And you will spend the rest of your life trying to piece it out and trying to figure it out and trying to correct those addictions. Or, instead of that, you just take the approach of, well, okay, I know that my addiction and my attachment and my passion and my love for me for Allah and Allah Ta'ala alone. So as I begin to become addicted to Allah, all other addictions will fall into place. They'll, they'll fall back where they need to be. Right? If a person recognizes that, look, my goal is Allah, and there's nothing that's more important to me than my Allah and my relationship with my Allah, and they begin to tread this path of becoming closer to Allah and attached to Allah, then it'll pull them away from every other form of addiction. It'll pull them away because there's nothing more... There's nothing more attractive than being addicted to Allah because Allah Ta'ala and anything that's associated, that's all heavenly. And the soul naturally has a longing to be addicted to those things that are heavenly. It doesn't want to become addicted to dunya, right? It doesn't want to become addicted to, to aspects of this world and the false vanities of this world. It just hasn't seen, it doesn't know any better, right? But once it's experienced what it's like to become addicted to Allah... 
then it doesn't want anything else but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It doesn't want anything but Allah. And this is why people who taste deen, right? And this often happens in, uh, at some point in a person's life, right? Where they're kind of off the path and, you know, they maybe made some wrong decisions or they got caught with the wrong company. But then somehow they're brought back into deen. And for those few weeks or few months, they, become, they feel very connected. And it's because they've tasted deen in a way that uh, they've never been able to taste dunya. Right? Now... You continue to taste dunya enough, eventually you'll become dependent and then you'll become addicted to it. Right? It's just because the soul is looking to become addicted to something. But what has it taken grasp on? It's taken grasp on dunya. But if it had grasped, figuratively speaking, Allah Ta'ala, it wouldn't want anything else. It wouldn't want anything else. And that's really what this routine is about. Right? Having a regular consistent routine where we engage in Allah Ta'ala's remembrance or we collect together collectively for the sake of remembering Allah Ta'ala is to remind us that look, there's more to this world than all the false vanities that are a part of dunya. Those will this this will come and this will go. This will come and this will go. What what's the utility of becoming dependent and becoming addicted on all things in this world? It's just gonna go away anyway. If you're addicted to your phone, rest assured the phone's not coming into the grave with you. It's impossible. Forget the grave. Five years from now, you're going to want another phone. What was the point? But it's definitely not entering the grave with you, right? If you're addicted to your car, it's not coming into the grave. If you're addicted to your clothing, it's not coming with you into your grave. If you're addicted to your reputation or how many people like you or how many people uh, uh, subscribe to you, it doesn't matter. It's not coming to you into your grave. What's the point? Right? But Allah Ta'ala's remembrance... And anything, att- anything attributable to that, that follows you directly into your grave. It's worth becoming attached to. It's worth becoming passionate about. Because it is permanent. It's not transient. So that what the routine does is that, that and, and this is built into the salah in and of itself does it. Five times a day, Allah Ta'ala reminds you that despite your addiction to this dunya, and all the false vanities of this world that you deem to be important, your finances, your job, your degree, your cars, your, your everything, your reputation, you deem to be important at least five times in a day, you have to break away from that addiction and turn your attention toward me. At least five times a day, you must do this. It's the turning of the believer's attention from this dunya toward the akhirah. Now the routine builds this in as well. That we engage in the remembrance of Allah. We engage in istighfar. We send salawat in the Prophet It's these constant reminders telling us that, look, forget all of those things that you're putting attention to. There's nothing more important at this time, at this place, than the remembrance of Allah. Or sending salawat in the Prophet Now, a person who's Addicted to Allah Ta'ala and the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala and engaging in Allah Ta'ala's remembrance, it isn't that that person will never falter or never mistake or never, uh, ne- never um, have ups and downs. Those happen, right? That's a part of life. It's important that once we've tasted what it's like to become addicted to this, that we maintain it in some way, shape, or form. That's where the routine comes into play. That's when the gatherings where Allah Ta'ala is remembered comes to play. That it's this reminder that, look, there's nothing here. 
There's absolutely nothing here. Everything will come to an end. Every single thing will come to an end. If I turn my attention toward Allah Ta'ala, who is permanent, and I turn my attention away from everything else that's just transient, then therein might lies my success. Now, it's important for us to recognize this. Because we tend to look at everyone else as having addictions. It's just human nature to want to put blame and assign blame to someone else or something else. But when you see people that have addictions or you see people that become a dehnam, think about yourself and say, well, is there something in my life that maybe is taking me away from Allah? When I know that my 100% attention should be on Allah, so we should use it rather than as an opportunity to look down upon someone else. We should look at it, look. We should look at it as an opportunity to improve and rectify our own situation, and recognize that look, no matter what, I'm addicted to the dunya. There's no question about that. If I wasn't addicted to the dunya, then I would have no trouble waking up at five o'clock and praying to Allah. But the bed to me, it's, I love it. Right? If I had, if I didn't have an addiction to the dunya, then it would be very easy for me to go pray Asr Salah in the masjid or Maghrib Salah or Dhuhr Salah in the masjid. But no, I'm, the dunya is calling me. My home is too comfortable. My uh, friends are just too comfortable. Why would I want to go away from that? If I wasn't addicted to the dunya, then it would be very easy for me to follow the sunnah of the Prophet I wouldn't need any other way, but the reality is that I'm addicted to the dunya and every other way is more appealing to me. Than the way of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. So may Allah subhanahu wa taala grant us all the tawfiq to recognize the the value of His remembrance and the value of uh, appreciating how dependent we are upon Him. May Allah subhanahu wa taala uh, grant us all the tawfiq to uh, to become attached to His deen, attached to His way, and may Allah subhanahu wa taala make us consistent in in our routines. Wa akhir da'wan alhamdulillah rabbil alamin.